Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ballaholics podcast presented by Triple M. If you know, you know. If you don't, don't ask. I'm here with my friends, Andreas and Christian. How are you guys doing? What's good, yeah, bro? I'm good, um, bro. Just right. chilling, dog. Let's get it. <laughs> All right. So, basically, in this podcast, we're going to be breaking down the the moves of this NBA offseason so far and giving them, like, a rating and debating because that's what we do. Sounds good? Yeah. All right. Yeah, bro, let's get it. Who are we All starting right. off with? The bum Montrez Harold. Oh. Bro, shut the fuck. Man, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Okay, I was Montrez. Or no, I'll go Montrez. I know I'm. Le- I have the most controversial opinion about him. So y'all go fuck. <laughs> Flowers, you got this, or you should I go? Okay, I got this. Okay, Montrez Harrell. He got signed to the Lakers for two years, nineteen million, bro. I'm not gonna lie. You know, the Lakers lost Dwight Howard and uh, that. You know, uh, that man. <sighs> That man's kind of nice. Even though his rebounds are kind of iffy, he's a beast in the paint, and he's an energy provider. Like, I don't, I don't know what else you want more from him, Joey. Like, he's six foot nine as a center. Like, what else can he do? So what do you give him one to ten, that move? I'll give it a solid seven. Okay, I want to hear Andreas's. Then I'm about to say. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you. I give this at least an eight. See, what Dwight Howard brought to the team, not only was it energy – it was some good big man offense, some decent rebounding, and some great interior defense. Now, I'm kind of skeptical on how Harrell is going to do on the interior defensive side, considering he's only 6'7", but he plays like a big. Yeah, he, he is. Brings the same and he plays like a big. He plays bigger than his frame. And I think he'll be able to bring the same energy, if not more, than Dwight on bigger minutes because that man was held for like 15 minutes a game at most. Wasn't even starting. Harrell, even though he was sixth man of the year last year, he's a starting caliber player for sure. He's the third best player on this Lakers team. Well, Ooh. you can, you can, you can, you can, you can really give that to Schroeder maybe, but I personally think, Harrell is a more consistent offensive threat, a much bigger defensive presence, and just does a lot more for the team. Okay, so y'all ready? So, yeah. Okay, let's I, hear I, it. Oh, also, this... side thing, great price. Great price on the contract for Harrell. I was expecting for him to get much more in the free, in the, in the free agency. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. one to ten, it's a four five for me. What? <laughs> oh, I'm so serious. This, all right, his stats in the last playoffs with the Clippers were ten and three. For somebody who's known for rebounding, he didn't really do his job. And there's going to be no spacing whatsoever with the Lakers when there is AD, LeBron, and Harold. I'm telling you, Schroeder. Did Dwight add any spacing to the floor? Exactly. No, but he didn't play much in the finals. He was playing. Small. Did JaVale McGee add any spacing to the floor? But they weren't playing big <laughs> minutes. If they're going to play Harold big minutes, they're in trouble, I'm telling you. Hey, man. Danny Green wasn't providing any spacing to the floor, but he was providing some damn good defense. And KCP is back on the team. I know we'll talk about that later, but they didn't lose much shooting. Yeah. True. Well, that, uh, that was a good. Uh... 
And Schroeder, even though he started off his career not that great of a three-point shooter, he could hit them, just not very consistently. He's been getting better over the years. So as, as much as some people don't see him as someone that can stretch the floor for them, he definitely will be able to. Yeah, he's definitely improved a lot over the years, Schroeder. So that that's a good avenue for our next one. What do y'all give him out of ten? I think that's a, I think that's about an eight. Ooh, I'm I'm saying an eight point five because you know that that's a much needed offense. They yeah. don't really need it, but like it it helps lessen the load that AD and Braun have to carry. Because you yeah. know Kuz wasn't really doing much on the offensive end, but I think this is I think this is a good pickup. Yeah, he's a travesty Kuzma all right so I'm giving this a nine because with the mix with the main priority that the Lakers were looking for going into this offseason was a secondary ball handler so that LeBron wasn't running the offense in the entirety of the game considering he's 35 going on 36 into this next season we still don't know how when he's going to slow down he showed small signs of that but I still don't think that's going to come anytime soon um, the mixture of these two moves just boosts the Lakers' chance to repeat by a lot. I don't see many teams in the West stopping them. And Warriors. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Oh, oh, my, oh God. my God. Hey, anything's possible. And yeah, I, I, I give it a nine. Yeah. Because honestly, who was the third best player in the Lakers last year? Rondo, Kuzma, Rondo, Rondo, Rondo in the playoffs. Yes, definitely. No, yeah. And Kuzma's a bum. Must be real. Kuzma's a bum. He has the worst basketball IQ on that team for sure. Yeah, that man, he has that man better runs basketball up the court and IQ what the than Javale McGee. Hey, hey, hey. JaVale McGee bro, used to bro, be a you clown. Cannot tell He's me... gotten better. He's gotten smarter. He he has gotten, gotten smarter, smarter. But I don't know more people on shacking a fool than JaVale McGee. Shacking a fool MVP JaVale McGee. Yeah. Okay, so what about the Wesley Matthews trade? Or acquisition? He was a free agent, wasn't he? He was. Free agent. Yeah. One year, $3.6 million deal, I believe. Yeah, that's. Um, I feel like that's a nice pickup for for it's 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 a little bang for your buck, you know. He does. He's not cost. He's he's not costing a lot. He's a nice little shooter coming off on the on the wing. I, I feel like that's a much added three that they kind of needed because during the playoffs, their three was looking kind of spotty. Yeah, especially with Danny Green, he did not show up in the finals. I know these two don't play the same position, but Avery Bradley leaving even though he wasn't in the bubble, did um, mean that there was a lot of perimeter defense walking out the door for them, including Danny Green. And Ron. And Wesley. And Ron. Yeah. Jesus. And they Rondo. lost a lot of perimeter. It's a lot. They lost a lot of perimeter defense. And Wesley Matthews comes in and immediately helps that. Yeah. I agree Underrated pickup. But he's, he's nowhere close defensively to Rondo or Avery Bradley. Let's be real, though. He's not, but... I feel like this is a good pick. I I rate this like an eight point five or a nine, just because of how Whoa. cheap he was. No, no. Whoa. Here, let, let me let me speak. Let me let me speak, bro. He's Go so cheap. Yeah, he like he's a three and D player that can actually play three and D. There's not a lot of people other than like hurt now, and like maybe maybe Jeremy Grant, who are like three and D players, who are actually like 
doing what they do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, a lot of people are as concerned as 3 and th- three and D, but, like, either are shooting pretty poorly or their defense is getting whacked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just can't bring myself to grade it an 8 or a 9 because I don't think it's going to bring the same impact that Schroeder and Harrell are going to be bringing to the team. Uh, well, the – the impact that you think Harold's going to bring, I disagree. So. <laughs> Man, you're talking about no really good numbers in the team. regular season. He will. You're talking. Right you're talking about no. Watch the play. You're taking talking about no spacing on this Lakers team, but they literally just added better three point shooting and lost. No, Danny no, no, Green. No, no, no. no, they didn't get better three point shooting. Bro, what do you mean? I mean, Schroeder. Schroeder's obviously a better shooter than Rondo, but. Matthew has well, like all years from three. He's I've seen him shoot thirty four percent. And ever since Danny Green has left the Spurs, how good of a shooter has he been? Yeah, I mean, when he was with Toronto, the, the he rap, was pretty. He was pretty. He was pretty. He he was, sniper, wasn't he shooting? Wasn't he shooting around thirty three percent in the playoffs? With Toronto, which yeah. with Toronto, yes. No, with Toronto. it was it was a little bit higher. It was like thirty five, thirty six. I'm going to fact check that as you guys keep talking. Okay. Uh, okay. Now let's move on to the move of the offseason so far. Okay. Drum roll. Please. Go ahead. Kelly Oubre. Absolute acquisition, son. Kelly Oubre to the Warriors. Okay. Let me. Let me... Okay. See, <laughs> Sam Presti gets so excited for those first round picks. It's unbelievable. He, I think oh. the Warriors, the Warriors absolutely fleece the Thunder for this pick. I mean, for this player because the Warriors are still going to be in the playoffs, and it's not just in the playoffs. A high seed, yeah. So debatable. What the, very see, debatable. I see. Well, okay. You know what? Five and above. Five and above. Can we agree on that? Well, no. Look, this no. is what I was going to tell y'all. We no. Okay. Okay. So be, we'll talk about that later. Because Clay Thompson got hurt. We have uh, money coming in for him to replace him on the squad. It's about $9 million. And we could use that for, like, a really, really good wing. I'm hearing uh, a lot of talks about Torrey Craig to the Warriors, which would be a really good acquisition. Off the bench? Yeah. He, he's nice cool. off the bench, but I, I wouldn't get my hopes up. Or Austin Craig. Rivers? That's who I want as a Warriors fan. I want Austin Rivers. Hey, hey, Craig <laughs> got waived, right, recently? He did by the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, he did get. Yeah, that would that was a surprising move, especially since he was on a restricted. Um, he was a restricted free agent. Yeah, basically the Nuggets said that he was valuable and they were going to make space for him, and then he came to talk to them about the contract and like we don't have any space. <laughs> oh, bruh, bruh, man, that's the same that thing that the Lakers did. Yeah, the Lakers with uh, Lonzo. This man was talking to him, you know. Everything was all great and all. This man comes, he he checks his phone, and that's how he gets notified that he got traded. Yeah, he didn't get um, told by the upper by the upper echelons. He he got told by Bleacher Report. It's like a middle school breakup. You get your friend. To- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I, fellas, <laughs> and it did work. But anyways, if I'm reading Ubre acquisition. The only downside to it is that we're probably only going to have him a year unless he somehow signs an extension, but we don't have cap space for that. But we, we could free it up via trade, which we might do. But- I would like to see 
a an improvement on the decision making of Ubre on this Warriors team, considering there's a bunch of veterans and a good coaching staff on that team. He has the potential to be a great player, yeah. a spectacular player, but he needs to clean up some of the decisions he makes on the floor before that happens. I agree to that. He's still young. He's still young. He's only 24, so, but exactly. I feel like if Kelly Oubre like cleans up his shot, he'll he'll be he'll be filthy in a couple years. Like I say, a couple years now, and like in a couple years from then, like we'll probably be saying the same thing. But you know, like yeah. I don't know. You never you never know. You never know. Well, if we're wait if we are rating the Kelly Oubre thing from my point of view, I'm giving it a nine because we needed that after the clay injury, and he was like the best person available in my opinion. Because they immediate upgrade from Wiggins. There wasn't many people that were that teams were asking to get traded that were better than Kelly Oubre. That's big cap. Yeah, that's bro. Beal, Harden. No, okay. We we, we can talk about that later. Trade Beal though, and we're not getting Harden. That's just not feasible. Harden is a very unrealistic trade. Beal is wasn't going anywhere until recently. Since John Wall is requesting a trade, I don't know. I don't know which. How that affects Beal's decision, bro. The Harden but... trade, the Harden trade can definitely go through. They just have to trade hella people. Pardon my language, but it, it could definitely work. Pardon my language. I just want, bro. I just yeah. want to see Harden. I want to see my boy Harden on a championship contending team. Like, don't tell me the Rockets are championship contending. No, stop it. This man had no help this playoffs. <laughs> no, that's like cat. that's cat, bro. Okay, his best player was Russ, and Russ was choking. This man was cho- I I can't say what I want to say, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> this man was this man was on the P hub choking. That's how bad he was choking. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, correction earlier: 2018-2019 playoffs. Danny Green was shooting 32.8 percent from three. That's elite. No, I'm playing. <laughs> oh, okay. That is not You're right. Elite, You're. Sir. That's what Christian. It's got all good, right. but that's what I'm saying, bro. He's not the same shooter he used to be. Yeah. He needs to get laser surgery to get those tattoos off his damn elbow. <laughs> well, who, who okay. do we have up next on the list? Chris Paul. Oh, all right. Wait, I know this is like Andres's favorite trade yet, but I'm a I'm gonna start it off. That's a that's a solid. Eight. I, I'd give it a if it wasn't because. The only reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because he's 36. But I'd still put it at an 8 out of 10. Hey. He turned 36 recently? I thought he was 35. No, he's 36. No, he's the same age as Bron. Okay. Is he? He's 35 then. Bron just turned – oh, no. Bron's about to turn 36 in December. Okay. So, it's one or the other. It's one or the other. It's pretty close. Yeah, but Chris Paul provides, like, veteran leadership for Booker, which he's always needed at the point guard position, and now he finally gets that. So he'll definitely help grow Booker as a player and as a talent, for sure. True. Yeah, he'll be a great mentor. I rate this as a 10. So hear me out. Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards of all time. Who your favorite had to get traded. Yes, I, I didn't. I, I I actually like this trade. I didn't want him to get traded from the Rockets, but this actually works out. You know, yeah. um, Chris Paul helps out not only Devin Booker but also their center DeAndre Ayton. Because I wouldn't say he was looking like a bad rookie, 
but he was not like he was not playing out as we thought he was gonna play out two years ago. Bro, what? Am okay, I wrong? Go on. Am I I'll wrong? talk about that. Go on. I'll talk about all that. Right, Just all go right, on. All right. Chris Paul brings defense to what the Suns much needed, really needed. He brings uh, assists because, you know, all throughout their play style, it was either pick and roll or let D-Book do what he did. And sometimes it works, you know, referring back to the eight games that they won straight, basically all on D-Book. So I feel like this takes without Kelly Oubre. Exactly, without Kelly Oubre. <laughs> I feel like this takes a borderline playoff team to fifth, sixth, maybe fourth seed in the West. Yeah, and then nothing they're not a championship team. Let's not get carried away. They're not. No, they're of course not. not. They're not. They are the Suns after all. So I'll I'll believe them being in the playoffs when I see it. Although I think it will happen. All right, so what I think about this trade. First of all, I can't give a move like this a 10 out of 10. A 10 out of 10 deserves is only deserved by a move that makes a team a title favorite, and by far, personally. I'm going to have to give this a 7 out of 10, and the only reason it's that low is because of his age. Now, I think that this guarantees a Suns playoff spot. I understand it's the West, I understand it's a very hard conference to get into the playoffs right now because of how competitive it, competitive it is. But I have faith in Russell. And Jesus Christ, I was about to say Russell Westbrook. I was thinking about the Thunder last week. Oh, stop. In Chris Paul. He is one of the bum. Certified bum. Hot garbage. Russell Westbrook not is a bum. bum. He's not a bum. Bum. Good old Westbrook. Bro, Chris um, Paul is a better point guard than Russell Westbrook has ever been. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Facts. Facts. Better, um, Chris Paul's MVP at though. Where is it? Where we is Russell Westbrook's that. pass first playoffs though? You know, first round of the playoffs. He, Chris <laughs> Paul has, has done that what before has Russell without Westbrook's... help. He did not need a superstar next to him to do that. Cough, cough. Clippers. Just look at Russell Westbrook's um, playoff success ever since KD left. Now going on. The Suns have been looking for a point guard for years now. for so, And the best that they've gotten to that is Devin Booker facilitating, facilitating from the two. This team in general is already trending upwards with how Bridges and Cam Johnson were looking in the bubble. Spectacular, by the way. And filling in for the role of Kelly Oubre. Um, a starting five of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Bridges... Now Jay Crowder, by the way, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. And DeAndre Ayton, who's progressing nicely, I believe, averaging like 16 and 10 this year, yeah. which we we didn't expect DeAndre Ayton to come into the league averaging 25, 12 rebounds in like three blocks, did we? Like, come on now, he's still young. Yeah, that's true. Chris Paul is someone that will be able to get that man the ball down low in any situation. And... You better believe his stats are going to inflate this year for, for sure. sure. Yeah, he did it with DeAndre Jordan. Suns are a seventh, eighth seed in the West. One of those two. Yeah, that's my prediction. Uh, well, this is a good avenue to go on to the next one. Is Jay Crowder because the Suns obviously picked him up today, and that is 
what is it? Three years, thirty million, I believe. So ten million dollars a year, not over ten. Yeah, it's year. around thirty mil. They haven't specified how much, but it's around thirty mil. Yeah, and we've seen him with the Heat, like go to the finals with them, and he's he's a very very integral part of any team. Just the def- defense, the grit, the three point shooting he brings. He's a great addition to them. They needed it. So that one, I'm gonna give. Uh, this is a tough one. Mm. I'm going to say, I feel like I rate them too high, so I'll say like 7 out of 10. Dang. That's pretty good. I do I'm giving it a tend six. to rate all these guys very highly. Yeah. Well, I think anything below a 5 means it's a bad move for the team, so I can't say that <coughs> this is a bad Montrez move. Montrez Harrell. Stop. Uh-huh. Stop. Hey, man. Yeah, they got him on a budget contract, so for the his level of skill, that's a budget contract. Exactly. But uh, Flau- yeah. or Christian, what do you think of the uh, the Jay Crowder acquisition? See, I didn't really – I'm not going to lie. I didn't really watch much of the Heat until the playoffs. And even when I was watching, I was really just looking for Jimmy Buckets and Tyler Hero and Bam. So – I don't really know much about Jay Crowder other than like he's a three and D type player. He's really he he can hustle, but I feel like this three year thirty million that might be a little might be a little tax. So I give it like a six, a six out of ten. Yeah. All right. Well, I give First it a six I, out of ten as well. But this is Andreas, but as a Heat fan. <laughs> yes, as a Heat fan, I can tell you what Jay Crowder was doing in the playoffs. Jay Crowder was one of the people that I most trusted watching that team in the playoffs because I believe he's able to make the right decisions at the right time. He's a veteran that can lead everyone on the floor. He's not quiet on the sideline, not someone that says, oh, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Um, Kawhi Leonard-esque, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that man is not a leader, by the way. Um, Jay Crowder can do it all for the team. He sometimes goes on dry streaks from the three, but when he's hitting, he's hitting. I think it's a great acquisition, especially since the starting power forward from last season was Saric. Yeah. He wasn't doing great. He's pretty blech. And Cam Johnson is on the way up. I think he's going to be a great player, but he's not a starter as of yet. Off the bench, he's going to be. He's spectacular. also not a power forward. And Jerry Crowder is going to be he's, someone. He's a shooting guard, small forward at yeah. best. Yeah, he Camden? is. No, he. No. Yes, Cam Johnson. From UNC, Cam Johnson. He was playing the four. Uh, was he? He not might have been the playing. He, Am he I wrong? We're been... really the age of positionless basketball, if we're being honest. We are, but exactly. he doesn't play like a four is what I'm trying to get at. Like, I feel like four, I don't know. No, I okay, agree with you, this... but did P.J. Tucker play like a center? P.J. Tucker, right. P.J. Well, Tucker someone. should not be anywhere besides I have a better just because of his yeah. height. Like, I get it. He's gritty and he's strong. But if the dude is six foot ten, this man is not going to out rebound at six foot ten, six foot eight. This man is six foot four. Come on now. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I, I don't even want to talk about the Rockets and they're they're stupid. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm not going to talk about the Rockets. Here's my proposition to that though. Here's my proposition to that idea though. Was Jay Crowder playing like a traditional four? Was Carmelo playing like a Carmelo? Traditional four? Yes. 
Carmelo, was... yes. Pick and pop, like a... pick and pop, no. yes. Pick and pop, post okay. down low. Well, that is something post... in his bag. He's Come been... on now. Post, turn around, fade. He's always been doing that, though. He's always been doing that. That's always He's been his bag. I've always really considered Carmelo a small forward, power forward, depending on who's in the lineup. Well, he has been, yes. Of yeah. course, yes. He's not a two. Um, but yeah, the traditional power forwards aren't really um, a part of the NBA anymore, That's, if we're being honest. The only one I could really think of is like a Laurie Markkinen. I think he's like... A, John Collins. John, well, yeah, John Collins, yeah. yeah. John Collins might be the best traditional power forward in the league right now. Yeah. Draymond, to be honest, but he's Draymond. Draymond, Draymond plays center a lot, and I would. Yeah, he's true. a player. He's just a utility piece. Draymond can't function without star players around. Agreed. He's not someone that's going to lead your team, but he's a. Great, he's a great team player. Great. He's a great team player, but I would players. not. I would not yes, build a team yes, around yes. Draymond Green. And if you say you will. You are a terrible well, GM. Of course not. No one, no one would. Well, yeah, I think everybody knows that they wouldn't, you know, build a team around Draymond Green. And there you got it from Warriors fan, so you know it's back. <laughs> but he's he's definitely a Hall of Famer. But we're gonna move on before y'all can cut. Yeah. I, hold, I, wait, uh, hold I on. Agree. No, 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 no. Ricky Rubio to the mm. Timberwolves. That's a nice pickup. That's, That's a great, great pickup. pickup. I don't know what Andreas is talking about. Ricky Rubio is, I think, I think if he was a backup point guard, he'd be the best backup point guard. I agree. I feel like Ricky Rubio Ooh. is one of the best traditional point guards that isn't a superstar. Oh, absolutely! All yeah. he, all this man needs to do is get his assists and play defense because that's all he does, and he does that great. He is a pass yeah. first playmaker, and that's what the that's what the Timberwolves need at this point in time because they have D'Lo and they have Anthony Edwards, like, and they have Cat. They don't need any more uh, scores. They don't. They need passers and defense, and Ricky Rubio brings both to the table. I I completely okay. agree with your analysis right there, like a thousand percent. I think you stated that really well. Because you, you could really plug in Rubio, which they might do, just straight into the starting point guard spot. Well, maybe they won't do that, though, because they'd have a small lineup at that point. They won't do yeah. that. I don't think Edwards is going to just be thrown into the three spot like that. Now, my initial reaction is making me sound like I think this is a bad pickup. I definitely don't think this is a bad pickup. But there are some flaws to this. Now... D'Angelo Russell, we know he's not the best defender in the league at all. Oh, I found so that the hard way. Having Rubio to make up. Yeah. I found sorry, that what? out the hard way last year watching the <laughs> Bro. Hey, hey, hey. It's fine. This. He'll still we've drop 50 on this. your team at any point in time. That is. He's still cold. Yes, he is cold. And that's why I'm going to say Ricky Rubio coming off the bench definitely makes up for that. Great defense. Um, a much different mindset going into the offense, setting up for other players rather than looking for his own shot. But the the flaw I find with Rubio's game is his efficiency. Now, if he's out on the floor looking for his own shots, 
and not finding any holes in the defense. He's someone who doesn't shoot below, I mean, above 42% from the field. And that those kinds of low efficiency shots that he takes could cost this offense. Okay. No, I, I can I, I, <laughs> I can agree with that because my, Anthony Edwards position. is known to take low efficiency shots. Like if he if you saw him in and D'Lo as well, exactly. Uh, yeah, he'll make them. D'Lo, D'Lo, would make, make it, but it's, it's still <laughs> not a good shot by any means. It's not a smart shot, I would say. It's not a smart shot. Listen. There's so many, there's so many great players that I hold out back by poor decision making on their shot selection. Yeah, and D'Lo, D'Lo's one of them. D'Lo's definitely one of them, but he's someone that gets away with it. Unlike Zach Levine, who takes super contested mid range jumpers like fifty percent of the game, hey, which I hey, still don't. Zach Levine is a but, great two guard. Yeah. Cold. He's a super, Cold. Super, super certified bucket. Cold. But if he, if he, if he eliminates that, that, that super contested mid-range jumper from the elbow from his game, that is true. His efficiency. He's also a great three-point shooter. I personally that, that. He's very underrated from the three. He is. He is. He is. That man is spectacular. The so many Bulls fans. I mean, well, even Bulls fans underrate that man. And I don't understand it. I understand. Well, one thing I do understand is his defense is. Yeah, it's not atrocious. But it's it's definitely it, it's definitely. It's not atrocious. It's... Yeah. And he's not he's not a one a one a one option on the championship team either. But he's a spectacular spectacular piece for a contending See, team. To the Warriors. If Zach Levine somehow found, yeah, I, I'm My just bad I'm on sorry that tangent. about this too. If Zach Levine somehow oh, found his about, way to the Warriors, yeah. good lord, exactly. yep. that would be amazing. Yep. For Andrew, Wiggins. Oh. For Andrew Wiggins, yeah. Because then if we did that, please get Andrew stuff. Wiggins off the Warriors. Huh? Get Andrew Wiggins Andrew off Wiggins the Warriors. Good player, certified. But I would definitely take Zach Levine if I was offered. Oh. Man, I am the head of the certified Andrew Wiggins hate club, and I understand he's not no, a complete no, bum, no, no, but... no. Besides the first two to three years of the league, this man has been a complete and utter bum. I don't care about the 20 points a game that he does. He still does not do anything. 20 points a game and still losing? Come on wow. now. Like, I... I, I on the I really State thought Warriors you were going to disagree with me. You, watch. He's completely changed his game. He's became a better defender, a more efficient shooter. Y'all will see. Watch. All right. But anyway, you have to move on. Terrible decision-making on the court. He will cost you play uh, big playoff moments. We got to focus on getting that first. <laughs> Anyways. Um, of course. I'm going to tell you why the Ricky Rubio trade pissed me off. It was a great – it was a good trade, but he needs to be going to a contender, man, not the fucking Timberwolves. If we're being honest, like, come on now. He should really be chasing that ring. I don't know what I mean, he's doing. I mean, it was a trade. He wasn't a free agency signing. I understand that. But, like, he can't. doesn't he have any influence 
of course he's going. Like, give yeah. me chocolate. Like, come on, man. I don't know. He'll be a great mentor to do to D'Lo yeah. to help on the facilitating part of his game. He just doesn't do it as much as he bad, should, but definitely can be better. Exactly. Yeah, but Ricky Rubio. I mean, they need to get him to a contender because he'd be—he's like the ideal backup point guard. Okay, so now, depending on who your starting guards are. Yeah. All right, so move on to the yeah. Atlanta Hawks. I mean, look at what they what they have done so far. Um, what do y'all think about them getting Rajon Rondo? That is a great pickup, Trey Young. As much as as much as a superstar a shooter as he is, he is terrible on the defensive side. Rondo. He's agreed, probably agreed. one of the worst defensive Rondo guards. Rondo will in help him out on that. Side. Not only will Rondo bring up defense on the back end when Trey is out, but I feel like if Rondo teaches him how to play defense, Trey could become a better player. Yeah. Trey Young is the type of player that will never develop above average defensive skills. But that doesn't matter because that man is no, not near thirty. Near 30 he is averaging. He's averaging with. thirty and ten. That man is a complete and utter bucket. I don't care. Twenty-eight point nine and ten. Good enough, bro. But good enough. <laughs> complete bucket. <laughs> like the, I feel the same with Rondo. Why <laughs> would if you're Rondo and you're getting older? I mean, I know why he did it. He's trying to chase the bag, but come on, he I. Yeah, he wanted that money. Los Angeles Clippers. That would have been an ideal situation. I mean, I feel like if I'm Rondo, I already have two rings. I've already proven myself. I don't. I don't think I need another. Like at this point, he. I I feel like at this point, he he may be just playing the game to play the game because he loves it. Bro, that man just wanted to go to Atlanta, dog. Atlanta is the popping city. (laughs) But now, now let me just let me just say this. Atlanta has been talking about saying that they want to start moving towards being a win-now organization, considering Trey Young is already ready to be a leading piece on a contending team. So we see that the Hawks are listening to that man picking up Rondo as a great counter to Trey Young's game for the defense, the playmaking. I mean, Trey Young playmakes playmaking skills are spectacular but and the IQ that comes from Rondo like those are all invaluable uh, assets to this team now they doubled down on the defense with Chris Dunn which I believe is no not even I believe he is one of the best defending guards in the league even though his offensive side of the game hasn't really come with time which is kind of disappointing considering he was a fifth yeah. overall pick. But I still think he's a valuable asset. And then on top of that, we've got Gallinari. Now, Gallinari is a player who's contributed to winning basketball for most of his career. He is another one of those traditional stretch fours in the league that are still playing like that. But that signing brings me to que- brings me to question whether or not the Hawks are going to pay John Collins big money when his see. Comes I up. agree. Yeah. That hurts. They have twenty million left. True, in cap but you can move. You could very well move D- 
Danilo Gallinari to the three and be done with it. Like, there, there's nothing wrong with that. Run Trey at the one. I mean, Kevin Herter or Cam Reddish at the two. And then Danilo, Gar- Danilo Gallinari at the three. Along with... Too slow. No. Too slow. I'm sorry. He doesn't See, have the that is why you have John Collins and Clint Capella. Also, on the back end, you have uh, – who was my man? Bro, I don't even know. I don't even remember his name. <sighs> oh. The, the rookie. Not even, on, he's not man. a rookie anymore. He's a sophomore. Uh, oh, no. Bruno Fernando? No. He, uh, uh, the no. other small forward no. shooting guard. He's not bad. Deon, no, oh, DeAndre, DeAndre, uh, DeAndre, DeAndre yeah, him. He could be a, a DeAndre nice Hunter. backup three DeAndre that Hunter. provides the defense when they don't need when they don't need the offense. You know, like Chris. Yeah. So you think that Gallinari could be someone that runs the three when they? Have no, no, no. Let them show that I definitely think that's a bad idea, part. but. No, it is a bad idea, but what I'm saying is his mindset is that they can run Gallinari at the three when they bring out a defensive two-guard um, lineup with Chris Dunn mm. and Rondo. That could also work, too. Potentially. That wouldn't be very much. Yeah, be or, very much or if he, if he put him in the bench, so, put him so at the four, work. and then put Cam Reddish at the three because that's, that's a much-needed – uh, offensive burst that they also need because Danilo Garnari won't be able to do it by himself on the in the in the bench bench rotation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think no, y'all are no, I actually disagree bit. with that. Gallinari can definitely do it by himself in the bench rotation. Gallinari on the bench, he would be in contention for six man yeah, year. He would. All right, we're moving on to the to another Eastern. My rating for all three of the Hawks moves this offseason, considering it also brought in an insurance plan at John Collins Walk. Yeah. A 7. That's 5. mine too. I'll, I'll, I'd I'll raise it to a 7.5. I'd... No, I'd go to an 8. Mm. All in but, all, uh, I think this makes a Hawks like, team yeah, a, not a championship contender team, but a playoff team. Well, yeah, they better be a playoff team. Otherwise, this is all for nothing. Uh, moving on to the Celtics, I think they made some pretty good acquisitions today in Tristan Thompson and Jeff Teague, who are – they needed the center, and Tristan Thompson is one of the best defending – I mean, not defending, uh, rebounding in the league. Rebounding. I yeah. think. And he's got finals experience mm-hmm. with LeBron. And then Jeff Teague, if he's your backup point guard, you have a damn good point guard situation. Yeah, this is a, this is two good pickups for the Celtics. Jeff Teague is a huge, yeah, Jeff yeah. Teague is a huge upgrade over Brad Wanamaker, and Tristan Thompson. Even though he doesn't bring the size that I was really hoping for the Celtics to get in the offseason, he does bring yep. the rebound because they were happened. playing crazy small yeah. ball when they were running with. Uh, yeah, Tice is not the answer Tice for rebounding. Not, he's a good, he's a good, you know, offensive center, but yeah, a, he's a great stretch five, but he he, he can't do he's it on the five. on the rebounding side. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Robert Williams, he's good off the bench. Nothing more. Yeah, but if we're if I'm rating those, those are both big win now statements, which we obviously know the Celtics are in that mode right now, trying yeah. to win now. Uh, that's a those two combined, I'd say, is like a seven. Really, some pickups. Well, yeah, it's a seven, but with the win now mentality in Boston. How much did Gordon Hayward walking? Not a lot. Not a lot. He wasn't really doing much. He wasn't really doing much, in my opinion. No, not a lot. He, I think he was a good bench piece, but there was no way. FT could give you the same thing and playmaking. Marcus Smart was better off the bench than Gordon Hayward was. I am glad. Marcus Smart is one of the ben- best bench guards in the league. I'm still mad that Warriors trade and... fell through because I'm I'm not speaking bogus when I say that actually almost no happened. I I do I, I do remember that, that I do remember that it ha- almost happened a couple days ago that would have been a great a crazy pickup for the Warriors yeah. and that was before the the Clay injury so I was really high on my hopes if we would have gotten Marcus Smart yeah yeah it would have been spectacular. But I'm glad the Celtics didn't cave and spend a hundred and twenty million dollars on Gordon. Well, that's Hayward. a good like, that's a good segue Hornets to did. that. Then why don't we talk about the Hornets getting Gordon Hayward? MJ is still in the line of just giving charity contracts, bro. That man gave eighteen million to Terry Rozier, fifteen million to Cody Zeller. That Gordon Hayward contract that 30. he signed today, four years, one hundred twenty million, might be. That's definitely top five worst contracts in the league. That that reminds me of the Nicholas Batum contract that they gave him. Which guess what? Was yeah. Also MJ. Not gonna lie. Million a year. That 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 was the worst. That was. They're still paying. Yeah, they're I still know. paying Batum nine no, million this year. No, they, 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 waived they waved him this morning. Actually. They still have to pay. Yes, yes, but they still have to. They still have to yeah. pay him that nine million. That, I, I think the the Gordon Hayward pickup. It's ridiculous. I'm gonna call it a four. I'm not gonna lie, I don't think I. It's gonna playing a little bit. Three. Yeah, that contract, that contract is, is awful. awful. I was awful. thinking that Charlotte was gonna come back next well, no. next off season and get a big name. A big name uh, superstar to play with Lamelo, but you know that 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 Gordon Hayward that 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 messed it all up. Now, now to play devil's advocate here for you, I understand it's not a good pickup, but Charlotte doesn't really have the assets to bore any superstars. Yeah, I was from say the same thing. Oh no, superstars going and to Charlotte. Second of all, I think. Second of all, Gordon Hayward has the ability to open up the game a little yeah. bit for Lamelo. So I think I think the signing is mainly to give Lamelo more of a chance to blossom in their system. Yeah, somebody dish it to so he can get a so, couple assists off of him. So basically, this four-year, hundred twenty million dollar deal, it's it's not to contend. There's no. nowhere near that. They're no- and so they their their mentality probably is let's spend this money now to help Lamelo now, so that in the future he may be better 
to help us later on, and that's when we spend our money. I can more see time. that. Yeah. But it's still a four. I said three earlier, but I'm changing it to a four now. I'm with y'all. Uh, I, I give that a four. What I did want to talk about before we move on from the Hornets, though, is I was looking at that roster today, and they need to trade away either Devontae Graham or Terry Rozier. Terry I Rozier. Wait, I saw something Terry earlier today Rozier about to a Terry Rozier trade to uh, – to the Clippers. Clip- that Terry might be nice. To the Clippers. I want th- that. would be very nice. Yeah. Because just think about who Terry they trade to get from I the Clippers. They can't trade Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly is – I love Patrick Beverly. They might have, I know. Players. But, you know, Lou Williams is old. <laughs> you smell like Yo, You smell like Patrick Beverly. Bro, Lou Williams is getting old. <laughs> He's he's still producing, but Terry Rozier is on the up, low key. I feel like that might be the trade. It might not be a good trade, but that might be what the trade end up being. And if that's the case, that will be crazy for Charlotte. Hmm. I think that's what's gonna happen. I was just gonna to say that. I'm just throwing the words out of my mouth. I think Zubak will go, and then the thing is, here's though, another can thing. They, can they sacrifice Zubak? Absolutely, because I'm, I'm going to get to that right now. Let position. me tell you. So I read something today, and bear with me now. Now, keep in mind, let's act like they get Terry Rozier for Zubak, okay? And they're rumored today that they're going after Ibaka. So if they get Rozier, then you could do Rozier, Patrick Beverly, Kawhi, Paul George, and Ibaka, that is a damn good It is also small, five. though. Rozier is barely six foot one. Patrick Beverly yeah. is six feet flat. Yeah. I mean, Patrick I guess. Beverly is going to have whoever he's When do you though. ever want. Okay. I, I don't want to start the PG hate train, but that man was total bums the entirety of the playoffs. Pandemic P is now his new nickname. Not playoff P, pandemic P. Because that man was giving me Corona. Paul George, 13%. Paul George, 13% from the field. Yeah, Paul George was... Now, here's my opinion on that. There's nowhere to go from except up from here. This year is a make or break for his career and the trajectory that's going to be going for the rest of the couple years that he has left. Well, the few years he has left. Because I don't know how much longer he's going to stay in the league. Um, If he can regain his star status this upcoming season, then the Clippers do have a good shot at winning the finals. Especially if they pick those two pieces. I I have them. They'd be... They'd low-key be my favorites because what they struggled with in the playoffs, and I told you all this when I was watching them, versus the Nuggets, it was literally Kawhi Leonard dribbling up the court and trying his hardest to create his own shot while people who were open he wasn't dishing to. And when he did dish to them, like PG, they hit the side of the backboard. So they need a playmaking point guard, which I think Terry Rozier would help them with. Bringing back to bringing the ball up and having no help, and when they dish it out to a shooter that completely bricks, you guys keep telling me the Houston Rockets, yeah. James Harden has help. That's exactly what happens. 
This man was getting double teams. He would. James Harden also. James Harden's team also makes the most three pointers in the NBA. Okay, so that's I don't a regular that. season. That's different in the playoffs. That's completely different. James Harden's different. Harden in the is playoffs. still dropping twenty-five to thirty points a game in the playoffs. That's... Not efficiently, though. Not All efficiently. Right, give him a bro. And give him a better team than the Rockets, a... and he'll he could be Finals MVP. No, see, I'm not having this with Harden anymore. He's asked for three different people on the Rockets. He's asked for, or we could debate whether or not he asked for Dwight Howard. He got Dwight Howard. I would say right after he left his prime, like maybe a year or two after. Dwight yeah, Howard. don't even talk Dwight about Howard that. No, that was really two years know. after his Magic days. Because he, no, he went to the Lakers went to the Rockets. I don't care. Yeah, I know. I exactly. He but he was buns in the Lakers. That's why he said two years. Then, no, no, no. I don't want to look. James Harden then asked he for did. Chris Paul. Did he not? And what did he do with him? He bro, asked. He bro, you, asked you're talking like Jordan. going to Game Chris Seven Cole. in the Western Conference Finals and doing period. nothing. Exactly. Plus With KD. Not only was it 73 and nine. 73 and okay. nine plus KD. So, Arguably the greatest score of all time. Listen, exactly. listen. Tell me why then James Harden thought it was a good idea for to ask for CP3 to get. That's traded. not what happened. Why would he CP3 do that? wanted to get traded. No, no, CP3 wanted out. CP3 wanted out. CP3 wanted out. Yes, he did. CP3 wanted out. I guarantee you, CP3 wanted out. Yep. The CP3 did not agree with yes, the philosophy. Yes, CP3 that wanted out, but James had. Harden asked for That's him not what him. happened. He told That's not what happened, yes. No. No. Okay. CP3 got into arguments with the coaching staff, and sure, CP3 and Harden got into heated – that had heated spats. But it wasn't hard and wanted CP3 to leave. CP3 wanted out because he didn't like how the Rockets were playing playstyle-wise. No, I don't Do blame, blame him. him. But it's 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 not I don't blame him at all. But hard no, not at all. Not at all. It was too no. It was both. Bro, no, I'm it wasn't. You. Okay, this is yes, how it, it went down. CP3 wanted out, and when that happened, Harden's like, okay, you can trade him, but give me Russ. That's exactly what happened. And Russ didn't even help. Russ didn't help. Russ didn't help. Well, and that's I didn't not want, really. I, also, yeah, that's not really. Also, yeah. I, I'm just gonna put this on the record of the there recording were that we're doing right now. He looks good. I called this a year ago that the Russ CP3 trade was not gonna work out for the Rockets. Nobody believed me. Well, well, so maybe you, Joey. Maybe you. Everybody, but nobody. Everybody else is like, "Oh, this is a great pickup." No, that was a terrible pickup. I knew it in the bottom of my heart. That's because we live. With delusional Rockets fans, that's why, bro. My friend Chris, he told me that this pick, that the Russ pickup was gonna make the Rockets a championship team, and I was like, watch, watch him choke, because he does that every year. Russ chokes. He doesn't play well in the playoffs. I know it. I've watched him every single time. Neither does Harden, bro. So. No, no, not Chris hold up, hold up. Hyde. My, Chris, my, the my man that looks like Master Chief. Y'all don't know him. That Chris? <laughs> oh, I was about to say. I was about to flame him. 
but yeah, no, I didn't. I I I was indifferent on the Rockets Russ trade because I didn't think he was gonna do much more that, than CP3 did. No, CP3 and was a better player for the Rockets than Russ right will that. ever be. Because there were, and I stand by that. CP3 is a. You don't even need to add for the Fact. Rockets. CP3 is a better player than Russell Westbrook. Period. Okay. Well, this is this is another perfect segue into our next trade talk, which is Christian Wood eh. to the Rockets. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. If Harden Christian stays, Wood, if Harden I'm stays. very high on Christian Wood. I think that is yeah. an eight move, but not for the now, but that's for the future. Christian Wood is a, one of the few bright spots that the Detroit Pistons had, and they are they are fools for letting His, that man walk. One of the biggest winners in this window. They picked up so many good pieces, to be honest. Who did you say? I said Mike the fell. Pistons actually picked up a bunch of good plays, and they replaced uh, Christian Wood with Jeremy Grant. I, 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 I did Christian like that Wood. pickup for them. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant yeah. is a spectacular player. He's underrated, no. in my opinion. No, well, he is underrated. In now, after watching that's him, big loss for, the, the that's a big loss for the Nuggets. And Tory Craig, they're Super losing their defense. The if you pay attention to it, they're losing their defense. Yeah, Jeremy Grant was. Yeah, one and of then Tory Craig is was one of their best defenders as well. He spent all the other. Players. I am very, I'm very disappointed that they. Brought back in Paul Millsap. Agreed. I think they could have spent that money better yeah. elsewhere. Back to the Christian Wood trade or pickups, whatever watched. you want to call it. The same. I, don't know. I I'm not. Yeah. Up, yeah. Free agency. Eight out of eight out of ten. No, no, no. Seven, I call it a six. All I see from him is all I see from him is I'm defense saying, and athleticism. I don't see very future. much from him. That's all I got. He's got a great shot. I good. I personally think mm. he's going to be better than what Capello was. I don't, know, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, Give him some time. Well, I Give really some like. Time. I'm very I'm, high. I really like Capello. Capello on the Rockets was the best. I think was the best positioning that Harden had, besides Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, trash. He was better than yes. yes. Whoa, Capella whoa, whoa, was whoa, better whoa, for Rockets. Whoa! I just realized what you said. Yes. Clint Capella was more yes. help than uh, no, defense. No, 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 Bro, stop. Russ doesn't stop. play defense and rebounds. Sure. That's. Russ does yes. defense. No, no, no. Okay, Russ let, let me get, let me let me talk. I wouldn't say okay, I'm a Rockets okay, fan. Listen. I'm a Harden fan, and the Rock. Sure, the Russ Harden, the Russ Harden thing, it kind of worked out, but it really didn't. And I'm not talking about the last year with Clint Capella. I'm talking about the past. I mean, it, it might have been five. The pa- before this year, the past four years before this, Clint Capella was the second best teammate Harden has had. Dwight Howard didn't really do much. Chris Paul helped a lot, but ultimately, it was Clint Capella that helped more than Russ and Howard. the the Harden The Harden to Capella, you know. Through the legs pass, bro. Yes, that shit. Mm. Connection, mm. beautiful, exquisite. I could understand. I could, I could understand that. But you know me as someone who 
almost overvalues defense in some arguments and is a Russell Westbrook hater. But without Russell Westbrook on that team, they had no shot. They would got. I honestly think it would have been at, at most a four series against Agreed. OKC. Okay, and, I, yeah, Capella, okay, I can see that. I yeah, can see that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue against that because OKC came out with the, the help. Let me, the you. help. They they came out with the heart. The Rockets did not have any heart throughout that entire series. Man, I want. Dort was locking up our one. Like, come on now. Leguent's Dort. Well, let's see what he becomes because he shows he some did. flashes he in sure that series. I wonder if he's going to be like the next Andre Roberson, though, who just can't shoot and <laughs> just plays good defense. <laughs> you know, I haven't seen much of him no. since he came back, but didn't he come back? Being <laughs> I don't think he didn't really play that much. That he much, came right? back. He, he came back. No. No, but he came back and showed. I wouldn't say decent. He was still shooting shoes. like below thirty percent from three, but much okay. better from well, before. Listen. But his free throw much was still atrocious. Much better than before. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. So our next one, our next team that I wanted to talk about was. Let me see here. Oh, Pelican Stephen Adams to the Pelican. That's a great Pelican. pickup. Yeah. That's a great pickup. Yeah. I think it is a great counterpart yes. for Zion considering. Do you think it's undersized. great counter because that's that's what I get with a lot of these teams who have like a power forward and a center who don't really shoot, is they seem to clog the paint. And neither one of them could shoot. Wait. Zion can't wait. I mean Zion's. Do not, not tell me shooter. that Zion can't Let's shoot. Not, he can't. He's not a great shooter. Zion's he's not, not a, a good, good shooter. shooter. He's an average shooter, which is what the what what the Pelicans need. They don't need much shooting. They have JJ Redick. They have Lonzo is a better than average shooter. Don't, oh, bro. You did not say he, Lonzo's improved. Bro, but okay, he's not a good whatever shooter. you say. And they have Brandon Ingram, Bi the best the best player on their team is Bi without a doubt. But Zion the right now. I don't know if right I can now. see Zion doing much better than like, like, but I don't see him much better than an All Star. I know, but I'm dude. He's only played yeah. like twenty plus. I games. know, but I'm just saying you I don't, don't see Zion bro, being more, much know? better than an All Star. I see John Morant being a superstar. I don't see that coming from Zion, and I've seen him throughout high school and college. Hmm. I don't wow. know. Wow. Jeez, okay. Uh, I can't. I can't Zion, say much on he, that. Once in a possibly, I mean, his strength is unmatched. I've seen him rip the ball from damn near anybody. Everybody <laughs> he has, but I'm just saying he can't big body just everybody in the paint. Like, sure, he could big body guards, but he's uh-huh. not big. When I say big body, I'm just talking about you know little little stuff that pick basketball players pick up from playing older guys. Like, a little nudge that Braun does on the layup. Zion could do that, but if Zion is doing that against Braun, I feel like eight times out of ten, Braun is not moving and he's swatting that. Zion is a great athlete. 
I, I agree with that. But the only thing that I see from him is defense and athleticism and somewhat a three. He's never going to get a handle like that. He, I don't, I don't think he's going to be a strap shooter like Porzingis either. He's just going to be a better than decent shooter and de- defense and athleticism. That's all I really see from him. So, okay, he was already averaging twenty. Bro, okay, like but 20 it's games twenty games at the, the NBA or whatever, dog. Like I teams exactly. Teams are going to really, start clamping down. Just, on that. I, I get that. So it really depends. He's on not going to be well able to bulldoze his way through the paint like Giannis does. He's he's not seven feet tall. He doesn't have an eight feet wingspan. He's just big. If people clog the paint, I don't think Zion's going to be able to do that. Do Well, uh, I meant to say, when y'all were talking about Brandon Ingram, it's not guaranteed that he's staying. He's a restricted free agent right now. Yeah. If the Pelicans are probably going to I would hope whatever so, he's offered. I mean, if they do match, yeah. it, it will all come down um, to but... whether or not he wants to stay. Yeah. I think he will. I think he likes being to the mm-hmm. franchise. I say he's too young to chase the ring yeah. right now. He's too. I young say to the Stephen Adams pickup is a, a solid six, maybe a seven. So I'll say six point five for the Pelicans. He brings rebounding. I'd go. I'd go, go ahead. six. I'd go. I'd go six. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Adams six. brings rebounding and six. a little bit of defense on the on the side where Pelicans really do need defense because their only other big man was. The other rookie, uh, Jackson Hayes. And oh, Jack! As much as an athlete he is, he's not very—he's not very good on the defensive side. Mm. As of as of now, as of now, he's not very good on the defensive side. Well, speaking of, de- what do y'all think about Covington yeah. to the Blazers? Yes. Dog. It's a huge he move, but watch. Watch this. Look. Remember Al Farouk Aminu for them? <laughs> did, did the same job for them that Covington's going to do. I, I'm telling you, the Blazers have been on a downward spi- spiral. Are you Covington's better than Al Farouk. Covington's on the same Look, level as Al Farouk Aminu. Well, yeah, I know that. I know that. I don't think the By Blazers far. are going to do much. This I, I could honestly see them narrowly missing the players. I mean, they honestly. do that every year. But I, I, I no, nah, they used to be like a fourth or fifth seed every year, and, and the year before, year the year before they were they were like seventh or sixth or seventh. Yeah, they're on a downward spiral, and I don't see Covington being the same. I can agree to that, to be honest. Although it is a good move, it is a good move, but I'd give that uh, well, no, it's what they needed to do, so I'd say seven or eight out yeah. of ten because they needed to do that, but I don't think it. Uh, and they also brought back Carmelo, run. and I feel like both of those pickups together, I feel like it brings it up to an eight by itself. Both of them six, seven. I don't know, but both of them together bring it up to an eight. Carmelo brings up, you know, you know what Melo does: the offense, the swagger, and Robert Covington brings the defense. Because from what I have seen from the Blazers so far, they have no defense. Don't forget Melo's rebounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I personally think CJ McCollum yeah, needs to They need to trade him for somebody, somebody of, else. Um, Absolutely. Portland. It is not work, and they've been doing this mm-hmm. for however many years, and it still hasn't worked. So he needs the. If you could somehow package CJ with somebody else to get Bradley Beal or something, I'd definitely try that. Mm. I don't think. Or maybe Damian Lillard uh, needs like a. I don't think they'll ever go possibly. through. To be honest, I don't know, but um. The the Blazers know. got him. They got they also got Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor came back. Uh, yeah, I I agree yeah, to I that. I think Enos Cantor is not that big. What the big? It's it's big of a deal when you think about that. Son Whiteside left. Agreed. Uh, he was Whiteside crazy with the heat. Overrated defenders in the league. Uh, he yes. so much potential. At the what beginning. are you talking about? He was nuts with the heat. He was not crazy with the heat. I don't care. At the yes, beginning, he was. at the he beginning, his first, his, he was, bro, his first three years of the game, heat, bro. he was going nuts on the defensive side. Nobody had more snatch blocks in the league yes, than he did at that point in time. I genuinely don't care. I genuinely don't care. He did not affect the winning. Well, at that, that time, time you that. yeah, you had it an elderly T Wade. A bummy justice, a bummy, bro. Even even what's his name wasn't even that good at the time. The the point guard, uh, Dragic. Yeah, Dragic wasn't playing that well either at the time. Dragic. Yeah. Yes, Bam is better, but Hassan. Damn. Hassan. No, I didn't even say Bam, but. Yeah, I'm just saying it was uh he wasn't that well, he, that spectacular. He did uh I, put I fans in the seats cuz those were some rough days for your franchise. Uh yeah. Winning um the winning aspect I did not care for him much, but to keep the franchise afloat he was good, yeah. I suppose. Um so what would you rate the Robert Covington thing, Andreas? Uh, six point okay. five seven. I don't think the Blazers do anything until they I agree. CJ McCollum. And for another piece. so we're gonna go from Covington to a player that I would say is kind of similar to him in Jeremy Grant to the Pistons. What do y'all think about that? Hmm. It was a nice. I. I, I don't uh, I player, but why are you going? To I mean, the I think we already. That's played. what I thought. See, I think it's a great pickup for the Pistons. That's what but I it's a bad move for him. When I saw that. Yeah, for his career. Yeah, absolutely. Like they, mm-hmm. the Pistons right now, they already have a power forward in Blake Griffin. And Blake Griffin, ah, I would, I wouldn't know if I say Jeremy Grant is better than Blake. I feel like they're on the same tier right about now. But uh, when Blake is healthy, it's not even close. Blake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's I agree to that. If he's healthy, if he, if, he, if Blake, then then you could have a discussion, but. Like what was it? Blake Griffin two not years even two ago. Years ago. When not last healthy? year, but the year not this past season, but last year. He was going nuts. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, what do you think about I'm not very high on Blake Griffin. He is a great player, but the injury concerns just make it such a risky move for any contending team to make a move on. 
I mean, Detroit, Detroit as a whole isn't really doing much, really doing so. Much. I want that man, Derrick Rose, Golden State I'm not going to lie, Joey. Really you want everyone to Golden State Warriors. I do, of Green course. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan, man. I want us to get better. <laughs> At least I'm not like every single exactly. fan that just photoshopped would, a jersey onto yeah. every single free agent. Well, no, I don't do that with all of but, them. I do, like, I'm not saying Jesus Anthony Jones, Davis. Come on. What do you mean, Warriors, not Anthony Davis, the Warriors? That would be the best team of all time. <clears throat> Steph, AD. Yes, I, but I, what he's yeah, saying I'm saying I'm weird. not predicting that AD is going to go to the Warriors right now. They also be, don't have the cap space. not realistic. Um, wait. Yeah, exactly. That's what as, I mean. as we're I'm talking not... about this right now, what teams have the cap space to pick up AD? Because I don't know. Oh. Mm. Chicago. Mm. Mm. He's gonna stay. He's bro. gonna stay in LA. He's gonna stay in LA. But oh yeah, I would want oh, him to go back home. He would also want to go back home too. The at some point, not right now. He wants to get a couple more I guess. rings. That man literally said he's gonna follow LeBron wherever. Well, yeah, because we we've all seen like, that Anthony on. Davis can't win without LeBron. Um, I don't I don't want you to say that because that's, yeah, that's why he wants to bro, The New Orleans team he has was hot garbage, hot garbage, bro. I bro, I watch I watched that Pelicans team, literally okay. every game okay. they had, like and this. I can't name okay. another player other than Drew Holiday that they had at that time. Each one more maybe, but that's about it. Yeah, I was just each one more. Rondo, bro, they had Rondo. But Playoff that was Rondo that was, was that was only Pelicans. for one year. I'm talking about for the majority of the time that uh, that yeah. he was in New Orleans. For one they year, he was hurt Cousins. for half the year. Nah, the one year he was no, he was. I, I promise year, you, he, he was hurt half the year. He got hurt right before uh uh, he he got hurt right before uh. I can't even talk, bro. Right before the All Star, <laughs> right before the All Star game, he got hurt. Because that, that's that's when AD you, yeah. ran his uh, used his numbers. So the year prior to his injury, he got traded af- after the All Star break or right before the All Star break. He played out half a season with them. Uh, so then he, he played, played the one beginning full half season of the next with them. season. Got it. Yeah, but um, yeah, Jeremy Grant, he's got too much talent to be going to the Pistons. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that, right? At least, and then um, 76ers, man, they made some really good, yes, additions. I he, think. this is what I'm thinking. I think the 76ers are building a, building a team not around Ben Simmons, but they're they're building trade assets to get. My boy James Harden out of the godforsaken Houston Rockets. That's you know what? That's very Daryl Morey. I could definitely see that. Like, like you see how many people they got? Dwight Howard, Terrence Ferguson, Danny Green. The only person that I feel like that they could keep is Seth Curry, and that's just because of his shooting potential, of his great shooting. They got Seth Curry, too good of a shooter, yeah. 
Andreas, what do you think about the 76ers? I personally think the Mavericks side of the deal was no, the winning side. Agree with that, man. Um, the Ma- Mavericks did what was good okay. for getting the, a defensive Jason player, Richardson. Josh Richardson, which is what they did. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. You're right. It is, Josh. No, it, Josh. it is Josh. It is Josh. My bad, my bad. Josh. It is Josh Richardson. First, Joey made the mistake. No, Jason Richardson was the Warriors. The yeah. And the We Believe Warriors. But he was. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the We Believe Warriors. That team was crazy. I see hints of the We fun. Believe Warriors this year, um, fellas. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, listen. Now, listen. Listen here. Listen here. Seth Curry leaving the Mavericks. It is a huge hit to the team, especially since Luka needed more um, people to be primary ball handlers so that he wasn't shooting 31% from three. Because the only reason that number was that low was because his usage rate was sky high. But the perimeter defense that Josh Richardson brings to this team. True. And on the flip side, Josh Josh Richardson is also a great three-point shooter. Um. Exactly. And exactly, so it's not really that much of a drop off. Well, it is. Seth Curry is one of the yeah, most efficient three point shooters of all time. It is a huge drop off, but, but they, they still got a good shooter back. And they still have Tim Hardaway Jr. And they still have and, Porzingis. And they still uh, have yeah, Dwight Powell. And they picked up uh, a dude. Rotation. With Dwight Powell. True. On the and bench. they picked up this and dude. Uh, my Australian guy. No. My Australian guy in the draft, uh, James I'm, Johnson, Josh, oh, Josh, Josh. They did pick I'm, up Josh Green. That man played in Arizona. He's a great player, and he's, I think he had yeah, the Green. highest recording, he plays great uh, recording vert in the in the NBA Combine this year. It was like forty two or something ridiculous. No, he's a shooting guard for a center. Oh, no. I thought you meant he was a he, center. He, he's I was going to say. He's 6'6". Yeah, he, he, he's, he's listed more, he as 6'6", like six, six shooting guard, but they could definitely push him to small forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the Mavericks will do great things. And... Um... In the future, and Luca is. I see Luca as a future top five player of all time, and I'm not going to cap. Thirty, ten, and ten in the first. Yeah. It, it it was like the first like forty five games of this past season. That is nuts, and he's only a second year player. Yeah, I've been following Luca since he was on Real Madrid, and he's. He's definitely going to be one of the all-time greats. The Mavericks need one more piece before – and if they get one more piece that I would say is like uh, – I said this before he we went to the Warriors. I said Kelly Oubre would be I a great addition to the Mavericks because they were looking for a while. But they need somebody like his caliber, somebody who could average about 18 points a game but play like really, really good defense. 
They need a couple of those okay. plays. On the flip side, Luka. before we went to the Mavericks yeah. trade, that 76ers, as a unit, that four-person pickup, that's a nine. I I am I am feeling I am feeling the yeah. the Mike D'Antoni the the Daryl Moore I am I'm feeling it I am feeling this trade going to happen I I hope so because I don't want him to go to Brooklyn and he's going to make them all look like uh, I I don't think it'd work out in Brooklyn but I don't want to <laughs> see that I see go to yeah Kyrie doesn't want him in Brooklyn, Brooklyn and also Brooklyn doesn't it's have already, the cap space basically to trade for hard he's not going to go to Brooklyn Brooklyn said they don't want. Brooklyn was always saying they. Yeah. And Brooklyn said that they're not going to sacrifice B- their future yeah. just for another star. And Brooklyn is not going to yeah. give up Kyrie. I think I think what could happen. So I think if I had to put my money on it, that's say seventy sixers get him. But I see a dark horse coming out. I don't know who it is, but I think there's going to be a dark horse, and I think they're mm. going to secure James Harden because the reason. 76ers said they don't want to trade Ben Simmons. And I I mean, if you trade Joel Embiid for Harden, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. You mean I don't Harden like that, and Ben Simmons? That duo. Yeah, that's a, that's a terrible yeah, duo. Yeah, Harden and Ben Simmons. I don't like that. Yeah. Yo, I'm not... Hey, I've thought about this a little bit recently. But Horrendous. what would a lineup with Ben Simmons at center? Like Giannis at the Bucks. He just needs all shooters, guess, which is what they're doing but, right now. But uh, Ben Simmons hmm. doesn't produce like Giannis does. Ben Simmons is not a thirty person, thirty point a game Giannis. He's maybe twenty. He's a, a, on a good season, twenty twenty two maybe. Sure, he has the defense. Sure, he has the playmaking, but he doesn't have the the offensive firepower that Giannis has as of right now. And if they really yeah. needed uh, Ben Simmons at center, <laughs> they would need hella <laughs> offensive power power just to make the playoffs. Yeah. He'd mm-hmm. need, like, Steph Curry yeah. and Clay Thompson. And that's never going to happen. Stephen Curry and Clay are finishing off, finishing out in, the, in Golden State. Of course not. They're not going to get that. Steph will. I'm not. Oh, for sure. They're they're Golden State lifers. And yes, Clay Thompson too. Joey, you're the yeah. most disrespectful Golden State Warriors. I'm not saying even yeah, I'm saying it's, I don't it's know if he will get traded, but if he does leave, I feel like it would be in free agency. No, because what's Yeah. And they've they've said this a lot of people surrounding the Warriors team is if if there's a huge trade opportunity for like a superstar like a Giannis or AD or somebody like that, they will. But that's not Clay that's not going to help them even more. Giannis, bro, switching Giannis and Clay, that's like, okay, like sure, oh, come on, that's going to be a playoff team. But the three point thing that Clay brings outweighs Giannis's thirty points a game because sure, Giannis, <sighs> I don't even want to think about it to be honest. <clears throat> It would be different. Be diff- yes, it would come out of the West, but I don't think I don't know if they'll beat the East with Kyrie and KD. If that were to happen, oh, they. 
Stefan Giannis mm. would smoke Kyrie. I don't know, bud. Steph is KD's father, bro. Don't don't even. Don't okay. Steph, before KD came to the Warriors, Steph came back from a 3-1 lead against KD, and then KD came to Steph's team. Stop Steph it. is KD's Okay, father. see, this is where it goes. I don't want- Steph beats Kyrie, yes. But KD will smack on Giannis any given day. No, we don't know. We don't know what KD is going to come back at. We don't know that yet yeah. because we don't he just know came off KD's the worst injury in sports, at. and the same thing happened with Clay. So we don't know. Like shooters, like KD and Clay, tend to recover better because you don't really lose your shot. But there, you're gonna notice a difference between both of them when there they will come be a, back. There will be more of a difference in KD than there will After, be in Clay because KD doesn't drive. I mean, Clay doesn't dribble or drive as much as KD does. Yeah, which is bad for KD. KD. I mean, KD could come back and he could average 26 or he could come back and average 26 but not look anything like himself. True. And then that will translate into the playoffs to much less production because they will clamp on in on that. I'm worried for KD because I know this happened with Boogie when we had him coming for, back from an Achilles. As soon as you rupture that Achilles, everything else in that knee, in that leg goes – because it's like everything else in that leg is making up or picking up the yeah. slack for your Achilles. That's what happened. With he came back from the Achilles, then he got yeah. re-injured. And that's what happened back, with the play. He, like, he, was, he was helping. He was After he came back off that, was it his knee? It was his knee, right? His ACL. His after ACL, he came back his with his ACL. ACL, he was using his right foot to, to – to, I'm going to say circumcise, but that's not the right word. Circumvent. <laughs> Bro, sir, I, I, it's a sir, it's a sir, sir something. The root word is sir. That's what I want to know. Shut up, <laughs> ladies. Men, you just heard the okay, first sir. use of exactly. My mom is an English teacher. She would flame me if she heard that. Um, sir, Clay Thompson circumcised. Oh. Therefore, he tore his Achilles. Therefore, therefore, Bruh. Clay Thompson actually circumcised Katie. Okay, there let's, you go. let's go. But um, now that we were talking about that, talking okay. about how Katie in his prime Giannis. smacks Giannis in any prime. given day. We don't know what he looks like after this injury. How do we well, think? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Wait, hold up, hold That's up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Think yeah. yeah. I'm looking on something on ESPN, now. and it says Warriors are interested in Mark Gasol. Hmm. Yeah, that's not. I think that's Pal. Wasn't I'd rather Marcus get a wing going to the or... Spanish league or something. I'd rather get a wing player than Mark Gasol. Not... Nope. Mark Gasol is getting. I thought that was Mark he... Gasol. Mark Gasol is with the Raptors right now. They're saying okay. he's going to resign, yeah. but the Warriors are heavy favorites to get him. I could have sworn a few months ago I was seeing that Marcus Gasol was not resigning with the Raptors because oh yeah this is big news I just seen it on my page too yeah Warriors oh Abaka signed with the Whoa. Los Angeles Clippers fellas just now that's a big move big move that is a big move bro Serge Abaka could Bro. stretch the floor he's 
He's an ultimate. And he plays great five. defense. He was an he ex is. DPOY. Yeah. Pain. Bro, a bucket. Absolute pain. I am not a Clippers fan, but, but Jesus a, Christ, that is a huge big up for them. I think Ibaka is wait, one of the Wait, weren't best we saying centers, that if like the Clippers picked this up, that they would have been right heavy favorites earlier? He is. Him and Terry? No, him and Terry Rozier. They got to get Terry. They got to get Terry. Scary Terry's got to come Terry. to okay. LA now. Yeah, scary contract. <laughs> Terry. Contract really scary. I mean, you know the Clippers aren't going to pay that, but they will be like, hey, if you come with yes, us, sir. you're getting a ring. That's what they're. That's mainly what they're going to tell them. Isn't it? Isn't it a free agency? Isn't he a free How agent? How would they get around paying that though? Uh yeah no no yeah they, would they wouldn't be able him. to get that he's not a free agent yeah yeah when Terry when Terry went to the he went to the Hornets and Sheesh. Jordan basically gave him a four year sixty Man, million dollars how contract. I feel about this Warriors picking up Marcus he is a great stretch big bro he's a great stretch big great That's basically I'm, like he's a great they're not gonna play him big but... minutes. They're gonna. They're really, gonna put. Uh, I, I see them putting mm. Wiseman over Marcus All right now, and having Marcus All teaching how to shoot. That's what I see. I'd like that and play defense. Marcus All won Defensive Player of the Year. People don't realize that. Marcus All is an ex defensive exactly. player. Exactly. The they're they're gonna pick him up and help him. They're gonna use him to help develop James Wiseman. That's mm-hmm. why I think that's a good pickup, if that goes through. But we need a winger on the bench, though. We need a wing. Okay. I don't know. I'm here for it because I trust the I trust the Warriors. But um, moving on to the Bucks, like Andreas was talking about, mm. Drew Holiday might be my favorite pickup of the offseason this far. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. Okay. Listen. Listen. If they don't win, who they trade for Drew Holiday? Holiday. It was Eric Bledsoe. It was Eric Bledsoe, right? No, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, but they gave up so many draft picks. So and George Hill. And three first round picks and two pick swaps. True. I that is way too much for Drew Holiday. Just like him as a player. The trade was horrendous. But he is he is a better he's better than Eric Bledsoe. He's a better defender. Better score, better oh, yeah. playmaker. I see. This is this is the yeah. type of trade that's a win now. That's that's why I see where this is going to. And I'm not gonna lie, I like it. I I I, I see it as like an eight point five, maybe a nine out of ten. I say nine, easy. But if we're if we're taking into account what they had to give up, then I go to like eight or seven. But. Seven, what I will say is that Bogdan Bogdanovich not going to Milwaukee is a True. huge. Animal. Also, people are saying that that was uh, um, the league is looking into it oh, because yeah. people are saying that it's tampering. tampering. Yeah, people are saying it was tampering, and that that's something that they're trying to do to kind of get rid yeah. of the, the penalty. So the Bucks lost Wesley Matthews, George Hill, and Eric Bledsoe. And they've gotten DJ Augustine and Drew Holiday. They need one more guard. Bro. If only they kept Malcolm Brogdon, bro. 
But they didn't keep him because Bro, Malcolm Brockton and Drew Holiday. They should have kept him. They should have kept him. He was the rookie of the year, and I didn't even know who he was at the it time. Been Not gonna lie. Exactly. Yeah. He did not deserve that rookie of the year. He should have gone to Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid didn't play that year. I mean, he did, but he didn't play. He he wasn't crazy. No, he didn't Joel Exactly. You can't win rookie of the year when he only played like 20, 25 games. That's why they didn't give it to Zion. And truthfully, I still think Jaw should have had it over Zion. Not going to lie. Jaw did way more for his team than Zion. Yeah, definitely. Jaw definitely. He did. He did win it. Jaw did win it. Jaw but I'm saying if Zion played, if Zion won it, I wouldn't have agreed. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, Andreas, no, I want you much. to take over this next segment because this is your team. What do you think about getting Mo oh, Harkless fuck. and Avery Bradley but losing Jay Crowder? <laughs> Mo Harkless. Okay. Losing Jay Crowder, like I said earlier, is a big hit because he was one of the most trusted players on that team in the playoffs. He made the right moves at all the right times. He was a great shooter for that team when other people weren't hitting, i.e. Duncan Robinson, who was kind of spotty in the playoffs. Um, Mo Harkless brings in the defense to replace Jay Crowder. And Avery Bradley adds much-needed perimeter defense when at times it looked like the best perimeter-defending guard on the team was Tyler Hero. Yeah, you know know Tyler Hero is your best defender. (laughs) Yeah. Now, a guard rotation of Avery Bradley and Goran Dragic, who, Jesus Christ, thank you, came back. Um... Bro, I would have had a heart attack if he left. But um, bringing in Mohawk was let, makes the pain of Jake Crowder leaving a little bit easier to deal with. But it's a great pickup. It's a great pickup. I grade yeah. it on a 6 out of 10 because it's not huge, but it definitely fills some holes that he had not the main hole, which I believe was another really good interior. Yes, Bam, because Bam was getting abused in the play in the finals. Yeah. If we had another big man down there, a I Mark think Stoll. the Heat would have had a much better chance. He wouldn't help. But I still he wouldn't. He, he's not. Is it great? Bro, AD, AD, AD would throttle Marcus all just like he throttled but Bam. He wouldn't be what we don't even, know. don't even, don't even stop. Stop it. Stop it. A- okay. AD. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. AD would throttle everyone in the league. No, he doesn't. He doesn't he cook Giannis. Let's not cap. He doesn't guard Giannis. He doesn't. Giannis doesn't guard him. Giannis guards LeBron. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I'm telling you. Giannis guards Braun. I watch that game every single time it happens. Giannis guards Braun. He pushed off, bro. Exactly. And Brooke Lopez doesn't Brooke do it. Brooke Lopez has to attempt to stop AD on that team. It's crazy. Okay, well, getting back to the Heat, I like the Avery Bradley thing because I'm thinking playoffs, if y'all come up against the Nets and Kyrie, Avery Bradley's definitely going to come into handy when you're going to try to be guarding Kyrie in the playoffs. Agreed. Yeah. So I'd give y'all – yeah, I'd say 
it's nothing overwhelming for me, so I'd say like five out of ten or six out I of ten. I agree with that. I'll, I'll give it like a 5.5. 5. Yeah. I give it yeah. a six just because I'm optimistic, you know, because I think the Heat, if they get past the Nets, have a chance of making, it, past, making it back to the finals. Not but, this year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen this year either, but I still don't think the Bucks have an answer. I still don't think the Celtics have an answer, even though every single game of that series was close. And I honestly told you guys. Celtics definitely improved. I think seven, the Eastern Conference Finals is Celtics, uh, Celtics, Celtics Nets. Yeah. Depending on depending nah, on the seating, Celtics, depending on the well, seating, well, Celtics Nets. Mm-hmm. Um. Philly's going to do much better this mm. year now that they got shooters. Because mm. that's all Ben needs is shooters. So they're going to do better. I don't know if they go Eastern Conference Finals. I'll probably say Celtics Nets. And this could be the year the Celtics finally make the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, the finals. It... <laughs> yeah, after Celtics winning, after winning that one chip, you know, they can never man. go back. <laughs> Well, speaking of the Nets, they got Landry Shaman. <laughs> Ever since Paul Pierce said that Buck series was over, it's just been downhill. Dog. What do you think about the Nets acquisitions <laughs> with Jeff Green and uh, that Landry actually Shaman? really helped? Uh, I don't. You can go. Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit is a great player, but here I think yep. Jeff Green is a very slept on. Very, very slept on pickup. I've been seeing people around talking about how Jeff Green is just a body to fill the roster and BS. Like I agree. But Jeff, Jeff Green, Green is, is slept on. I feel like this was the best pickup that they could have gotten because, like I said earlier, with I don't remember who I said it for, it was bang for your buck. That's all they really needed. Like, you can't really, like, he, he does a lot of stuff very well and he's very cheap. Like, you can't get anything better than that. It's basically what it's basically what the Lakers mentality was last year when they spent yeah. they had all their money tied up in LeBron and AB. It's they needed cheap yeah. impactful players and that would just yeah, he could knock down the three really I, I feel like the Nets are the favorites to win the title. Just thinking about all the shooting Play that they have. They still have there. Joe Harris. They still have change trade and lose all the Yeah. He's crazy overpaid. Okay. Oh, Joe, fuck me. He's I'm crazy overpaid, overpaid, but he's yeah. still the best. Besides opinion. Steph Curry, he's the best shooter in the league. Uh, uh, whoa. Joe Harris yeah. is better than Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Stop. Duncan. And let's not act like the, the, you know who the, had the highest three-point percentage this year was actually oh, George right. Hill. I, I don't want to talk about that because George Hill is not an actual shooter. Yeah, George Hill. Uh, he was on the Bucks because that's all he did. Giannis yeah. would just kick it to him. Stop it. We already know who the top two shooters in the league are, and that's Steph and Clay. Bruh, it's anyway. really Steph and KD. Um, bro. Stop. Really, really, you know, you know who it really Whoa. is? JJ Redick <laughs> and Seth Curry. Seth Curry Bro, over stop. Steph Curry from three any day. 
You are now banned from the podcast for life. Watch me come back next 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 episode, bud. I'm here for I'm here forever. You can't stop me. I am John Cena. You can't see me and you can't stop me. We're all here forever, son. <laughs> so uh what else? Uh who do you think or here's a good one. Who do you think had the best has had the best offseason this far? Because it's not over yet. And there's gonna be a lot more acquisitions, but who's had the best hmm. offseason this far? No, bro. Oklahoma they're they're about to put out a lineup of I don't even know who they're gonna put out, bro. No, the future is back for the bright for them. But I'm talking about for now. The future is maybe the Hawks. That's all I gotta say. They went. They yeah, went I gotta from give it to Atlanta for top, sure. Like bottom two in the league to possibly okay. No seventh, sixth in the East. You said fourth. Yeah. Hmm. Fourth, fifth in the East. Fifth. I can see that. Nah, more fifth, more fifth. Yeah. Yeah. That no, that, that pit, bro, the Hawks, the Hawks are, no, are going crazy right now. No, Latrell said that the Hawks were going to finish. Bro, yeah, that's bucks, not happening. That's not all. happening. That's, that's the biggest cap I've ever heard. They're not. Yeah. Yeah, Latrell was wrong about that. Uh, Andres, did you think the Hawks also had the best offseason or not? Yeah, okay. if we're talking about win now moves, then yes, the Hawks. Actually, 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 the no, nah, the Clippers have lost too many people. They've only really gotten a bucket. They haven't gotten anybody game. else. It was just a bucket. Nope. They got. I mean, and they also resigned Mo. I mean, he's I. No, yeah. uh, Marcus Moore. Well, this is a good. Uh, question to fo- a follow-up question who needs to do the most like who has been the most disappointed the Rockets. this offseason so far not doing anything they didn't I'd trade say... anyone and they didn't get anyone other than christian boy <laughs> mm, I, okay i see that too and they have made no moves so Spurs I trust Popovich above anything so i'm not gonna worry about Bro, the Spurs. i'm gonna say the clippers so close. They need to be. They need to be going all out to try to make a championship team right now. How do you, the fact that they lost Harold to the Lakers, okay, and then they lost J. Michael Green. Also lost. Okay. Uh, yeah, who else did they true. lose? They lost somebody else. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, bro. Oh, maybe that's it. They've gotten Nabaka, which is a great move. We we talked about that earlier on this podcast, but um. Uh, yeah, Shamit mm-hmm. and Luke. No, yeah, Luke Kennard was in. Uh, Kennard. They brought in Luke Kennard. Yeah, no, they. Exactly. I'm saying the they, Clippers that's need what I'm saying. a that's point guard ASAP Rocky. They need him immediately. No, I see. Yeah, facts. Facts. Yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, Andres, who has had the most disappointing offseason? You said the Spurs? I think the Spurs are one of the big names that you got to say have had. They're going to trade DeMar DeRozan or LaMarcus Aldridge, but he'll get traded. Pause, yeah. Yeah. 
A member Andres sent me that horrific article of Lamarcus coming to the. Warriors. Not a lot. That wouldn't have been bad. He would bring solid defense and nice shooting. No, it wouldn't have been. Eh, I don't think. So. Yeah, but he's he's a dinosaur. Bro, they he's don't like need 36. him to do much. That's what. That's the thing. He's going to be helping James Wiseman develop. When you bring in dinosaurs to a team that already that got a good rookie, that's what they're doing. They're bringing him in to develop the rookie. Yeah. Well. Uh, I think that concludes our first podcast, boys. Yes, sir. Joe, <laughs> no, don't clap. Gotta, what is this? This is, this is not kindergarten We're show so and tell. This is just about basketball, sir. Anyways, uh, if you stayed through and watched this whole or listened to this whole podcast, uh, props to you. There will be more, and uh, join our community. Uh, what is it, boys? What do you Ballaholics. Exactly. Ballaholics. Yeah, if you know, you know. If you don't, don't If you know, you know. All right. I mean, <laughs> 1,000 <laughs> listens and we say. 3,000 listens exactly. and we say what it means. All right. Peace out, everybody. Oh my Thank you for tuning in. See y'all next time, guys.